Hello, what's going on everyone? Happy Daylight Savings Time. It is currently 1 o'clock a.m. Monday, March 14th. And honestly, I'm fine. I don't feel affected by this Daylight Savings Time. I am not going to be one of those people that use it as an excuse. Because if you really think about it, you really can't use it as an excuse anymore. Because we have phones that automatically fix its own time People talk about it at least days prior to Daylight Savings Time. It's been, I don't want to say hyped up, but people always mention it beforehand just so that you are ready. And I feel like in America especially, the work environment, they always make sure that you know it's Daylight Savings Time. It's almost ironic that you don't come to work. Because I remember when I was at work, my manager was telling all of us, saying, Hey, you know, the past couple of days we've been telling you that daylight savings time is coming up. Uh, you know, back in the day when I was your guys' age, we had to, you know, write it all over the store. We had to write post notes all over the place just to remind ourselves and crank our alarm clocks backwards manually. And I'm not complaining about it. I think people have done a really good job of explaining when daylight savings time is. So, if you're still one of those people that use the daylight savings time excuse in your back of your pocket and you whip it out last second, come on, come on now. Like, we are professional, we are grown adults uh, trying to figure ourselves and our place in this world. The most that we can do is get our time management correctly. In this podcast, I'm going to be talking about the first initial steps of becoming better. I kid you not, there is not going to be a single podcast out there that talks about becoming better 100% foolproof system, method, whatever you call it. There's just no such thing because everyone's different. Everyone is not a one-size-fit-all. There is no perfect template for every single person in this world. There's nothing that 8 billion people can do magically that would be perfect if you ask yourself and it's really funny that i bring this up because marcus aurelius in his um one of his books in the meditation in one of his journal logs i should say he asks a question that kind of helps us understand why there are stupid people in this world i'm not saying that you are stupid it's just one of those coping mechanisms to why you shouldn't take excuses personally, let alone make excuses yourself. And I don't know the exact statistic, but let's just say 1% of the world is extremely stupid and extremely annoying. They're deadbeats. They're really hard to get along to. I'm sure you guys thought of a person instantly as soon as I described this person. Um, even better, 1 out of 100, that one person is exactly that person that you are picturing. Marcus Aurelius asks himself in one of his journal logs, would it be possible for a world to have no shamelessness? Meaning, is it possible to have a perfect world with perfect people, with perfect situations and scenarios and backstories? Is that possible? And the answer is no. The 1% of the world is going to remain the 1% of the world, and there's nothing that we can do about it. Like I said before in the previous Stoic episodes, we can't change 
what's happening at the moment. We can't control what's going on in that given moment, but instead we control what and how we respond. So if you do encounter one of those people that are extremely arrogant and ignorant and really annoying, deadbeats, poopy heads, doo-doo heads, whatever heads, if you do encounter these people, don't be surprised, but me, but be more so, oh, this is just one of those 1% people. And with that in mind, when you're prepared and when you understand the given situations and what is going on with the world and what is, what and who is in this world, then you are better able to control your emotions and assess the situation in the most appropriate and efficient manner um but really that isn't what i'm trying to talk about i actually don't know why i went in that direction but this upcoming topic that i'm talking about is the topic that i've always wanted to talk about and something worth listening to so if you're already here past this five minute mark thank you so much you are in for more and let's talk about being better um i would when i was writing this podcast down i always try to write a not a script but like kind of like a journal or like a train of thought process a visual train of thought process to keep me aligned as well as bringing up points and notes that i can bring up now rather than going in the shower after saying oh i should have said this before posting it but let's i was just thinking about I can't say if you want to be more because that's such a general term and I thought about what is the one thing that people want more of and they don't really have and they struggle trying to get more of and I thought about the one thing that everyone does struggle with which is money. So I kind of switched up some phrasing a little bit but after I was able to you know, idealize and put the word money into there, it became so much more relatable. And I hope that you guys can relate to it as well. And I'm not calling you guys out for being broke or poor. I mean, many of us are, and many of us have struggled with it or have yet to struggle with it. But I feel like being prepared and being mindful of the situation will be very important to share with others as well as hopefully maybe helping you if it does hit you in a certain way if you want to make more money don't do more work instead be better at the job and if you automatically get offended by this it means that you've heard this before you've heard someone say that to you before just be better and you've interpreted that message as a negative, saying that you are not good enough, that what you are currently doing is shit, and you're not going to go anywhere with that shit. And it's completely normal for having this interpretation immediately, but you really shouldn't have that interpretation. You then have to ask yourself why working harder isn't the best option. You must also ask yourself, is what I'm doing the best for me? Is me doing more work, more hours, more time punches be helping me or hurting me? And finally, the big question that really changes people's lives is this. Is doing more better or is doing better more? 
and I, and I, I love little phrases like that where both phrases will have the same exact words it'll have the same amount of syllables in there but once switched around here and there it becomes an entirely different message but let me repeat that again is doing more better or is doing better more so let's talk about a typical nine to five job i know a lot of you guys may not have nine to five but maybe you have like a four to ten because i know a lot of young kids work four to ten because of school but if you are a person interning or externing or if you're out of college and you are doing a nine to five job uh primarily an hourly job would you like to work more hours at the same wage or at the same rate or less hours with more page with a higher rate of pay the answer is pretty obvious you want to do less work with similar or more pay and of course you always want to pursue the higher and more pay obviously we know what to do what the answer is and what our ideal lives are but as you guys may already know it's not just about the information it's the actual pursuit it's the grind it's the dedication it's the commitment it's the actual work that will get us there if it's solely just about the information the world would be perfect perfect wouldn't it though you know everyone would have six-pack abs there would be no crime there would be perfect people left and right like I said before, or specifically like what Marcus Aurelius says before, would a world without shamelessness exist? And the answer is no. So I have a good friend. His name is Logan. He is currently attending one of the best culinary schools in the country. And I believe he's in he's in his first year, but wrapping up his first year. Um, but... I used to work with him at this burger joint and him and I were best buddies. We worked really well together. Our chemistry was great and we were without a doubt the hardest workers in that restaurant. And I'm not trying to be cocky. I'm not trying to be all this and that. We were really fucking good workers. We were extremely passionate what we did and we were extremely dedicated in making the place better. And of course, we got play, you know, paid pretty you know, handsomely, uh, you know, back when we were like 19 and 20, which was when we worked there together. Um, but I decided to part ways a little bit and focus on other things during my time there while he went all in. He dropped out of school and he pursued the restaurant industry and he thought his foot through this door would be a great opportunity and he decided to go full-time and he flew up the ranks and became an assistant general manager of this fast-growing company at the age of 19 which is really insane like that's like literally one percent of all 18 19 20 year olds like becoming an assistant general manager of a growing company is pretty pretty big but like all stories, a good rise and a good upbringing always is followed by a downhill slope. And, you know, for a 19, 20 year old kid, he also did marching band. So he was very fit. Uh, strong legs, strong back. He is probably 5'10 or 5'11, uh, almost six foot. 
uh, plays hockey. He's a pretty athletic guy, but the work got to him. You know, like he was working to the point where he started having back problems. He had a pinched nerve in the back, which is a, a sign and an injury that comes up when you're older. The kid is 18, 19. How does that even happen? Right? He he starts losing the passion. He begins to mindlessly work. He becomes a drone working there in the center. And he just works there just to work there. And I remember times where he would send me pictures of his time slips. Where it shows you when he, when you clock out and when you, when you clock in and when you clock out. Excuse me. And it would rack up 70 hours. So from Wednesday to the following Wednesday, it'd be like 70, 80, 90 hours at one point. And yes, the kid was making bread. He was making hella, hella money. But at what cost? Time? His back? His friends? His energy? His motivation? His drive? His persistence? His everything? Well, maybe not everything, but a lot of things. But a lot of those things were him, his everything. And through time, it was a bit depressing for me to see him struggle with this. And he, too, also began to distance himself. And we never really had this conversation together, Logan and I. But now looking back at it and writing some thoughts down, it became clear I thought I could find a story that I went through personally and share it with you guys, but it felt very, very hard to find the right words. And it was very stressful to find those words. But then I realized the person that was struggling with this was literally in front of my face the entire time. Because I called him recently and I was just checking up on him and he's saying he's having the time of his life this was one of his best decisions this was one of his right decisions <laughs> and he was really extremely happy and he's very hopeful for his career and I'm really really happy for him and then, and that's when I was able to think about his past and how he was able to overcome this mountain of stress and I don't want to say depression but extreme shittiness like it was truly inspiring. And the reason why I tell this story is because are you in that slump where you're going all in in something that you're not even sure of? Are you trying to do something that people want you to be? Are you trying to work this ideal image of yourself and you're not getting it? Well, let me answer those questions for you. For Logan, corporate was really pushing him and creating his future for him. If a corporation ever builds a future, a future with you in your career, that is a red flag. It's different from saying, I think you're going to work really well in this team, you know, throughout your career here. Everyone likes you. I'm really excited to see where you go from here. Like, that's fine. But if they say, hey, you work here for X amount of years, you put in X amount of hours, you do X, X, Y, Z, A, B, C, all the way to fucking G. If you do all those things, you'll reach here. You 
just created someone else's life you literally took control of someone else's life and that is to me a horrendous crime and no one should ever tell someone what to do in terms of their career that strictly and the reason why you work really hard and a lot of people fail and become upset is because they work themselves to exhaustion they work themselves to the point where they can't even work anymore and you work to you beat yourself up and you look in the mirror and you become unrecognizable or you become disgusted with yourself and you start questioning yourself and then that's when depression comes in. Do you know how many people graduate from college, they work their ass off, they, they studied really hard to get to where they're at and now they're even unsure what they want to do? It's because they built an ideal image of themselves that is a bit out of reach. It's okay to be persistent, and it's okay to be ambitious, and it's okay to imagine yourself being better. But at the same time, it has to be attainable. It has to be reachable. You have to set small goals that would eventually build up to it. Not a lot of people can handle all the pressure. Not a lot of people can lift the pressure and sustain it. It's just the 1% that can do that, and chances are we're not that 1%. But it's not impossible to. So be like Logan where you realize that you can outgrow something. That there are better opportunities out there. That you can become better by being better rather than doing more. That's where that phrase comes in. You know, work smarter, not harder. Be smarter with your decisions. The idea of becoming better and wanting more is actually the difference between a follower and a leader, a CEO and an employee, a teacher and a student, and most importantly, you today and you tomorrow. So to, to conclude, so to conclude everything, I don't know why it sounded like a drum there. Is doing more better or is doing better more? If you have any questions, please feel free to message me or DM me on Instagram or on Facebook. On Facebook, my name is Eric Choi. You can look me up there. I should be one of the first ones you should see that pop up. And of course, on Instagram, I am B Creative Productions. Please feel free to DM me with any questions and thoughts, and I'll be sure to answer them immediately and right away. And of course, please share it with someone that you feel like is working way too hard. If you were able to understand this podcast fully, sit down with them and Really get to know their goals and their wants and try to pinpoint what the flaws are. What are some of the cracked areas of their lives are and see if you can help them. But then again, don't be one of those people that create their career and their future for them. But instead, you always want to encourage them, always want to support them, always say that you'll be by their side and always weigh in the marginal benefits and consequences of every decision and ask if they are efficient or essential. Always be open, always be kind, be smart, be the best version of yourself that you can be, and of course, be creative. Thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. I hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, please listen to my other podcasts, my 
two favorite podcasts I have made recently are Stoicism Part 1 and Stoicism Part 2. Please give those a listen. Make sure you get to like those. Make sure you DM me your thoughts. And please, please give me a follow. And of course, follow my Instagram. Thank you guys so much for listening. I will see you guys in the next episode. Peace.